When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello to all our listeners and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with your LOA business coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with your LOA coach, Ginny Gain. Cassie and I have an awesome extra special episode today for you guys. And it's because this is our first episode as, I guess, independent podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so Cassie and I are going out on our own now and getting to explore the the world of podcasting in a different way. Yeah. So you probably noticed our new intro, which is exciting because we totally got to pick it and plan it. And all the it. music. <laughs> yeah, all the music. We got to do all that and... um you know, you didn't hear that LOA Radio Network intro, which is totally cool because this is just like, this is the freedom of our future selves is um, this show and exploring and and even like, I feel like the taking, um, I feel like responsibility is a good word, but taking responsibility for our show and a little bit more ownership and it's just us stepping into our future selves. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah, I'm really excited too. And it was an amazing um, and perfect place to start with the LOA radio network and we have tons of appreciation for them. And it was such a perfect transition to coming out on our own. And just like Cassie said, it's, it's really great to be able to live and show you guys the example of how we are stepping into our future selves through something that is so um, relatable to you because you're like, oh, you're listening and you've kind of been there for depending how long you've been listening for the um, transformation, right? For the Mm -hmm. over the year. Yeah. Yeah. Over the year and a half, like we have 77 episodes. I know. It's so awesome. (laughs) I know. So we've been just about a year and a half, 18 months, which is amazing. I think in the beginning we, you know, we just didn't know how long this was for fun. And, um, we just, we didn't know. We didn't know where where it was going. Yeah. (laughs) But we knew knew. like if we stayed in the moment, like we teach you guys and follow the feel good, it evolves. Yes. So good. Which, uh, this is a perfect time. I think I want to mention so we remember. So what's going to happen is you want to resubscribe to our show on iTunes so that you make sure you keep up with the episodes. And what we're going to do is there's a few episodes in there, but what we're going to do is give you a new episode on Sunday, just like you're used to. And uh, then we're going to give you a couple throwback episodes during the week. So those will go into the feed so that we have them all loaded up, but um, you know, we're not going to load them all at the beginning. We're going to do it kind of slowly. And I've heard from many of you that you uh, (laughs) listen to our show, like each show, like many times. So this is the perfect opportunity. If that's you, you know, they'll show back up in your feed and you'll get, you know, so you'll get about three episodes a week for, for a while. Yeah. It's going to be great. Another um, cool thing is that if we want to, we can just run a little bit longer and go, You know, if we're going on a topic, you guys have heard us before at the end of shows being like, oh, we don't have enough time to talk about this. And now we can. And so another great freedom that's coming to us. 
Yeah. So we're excited about that because we can get those final thoughts and we don't have to just kind of cut them off to make sure that we stay in the timeline that the network needed, which is, it's so fun and exciting and it, it's just free. You know, I'm all about freedom. So yes, all goodness. <laughs> yeah. So and we also have a fun contest for you guys for starting out this show. We are going to a happy February, but we are going to I don't want to say offer or run or we're going to hold a contest that if you leave a rating on or sorry, a review on iTunes for every review that we get within the month of February, we are going to add up all that numbers and we're going to give a lucky winner random draw the number of dollars that equals the number of reviews that we get. Did I say that right, Cass? Yeah. So okay. basically what Jenny's saying is that like the hundred of you enter the contest, all you have to do to enter the contest is leave a review on iTunes. Um, and so that enters you like just leave a review of our show, rate it, leave a review so that, you know, other people can find it. And then, so let's say a hundred of you do that, then we're going to give a gift card out for a hundred dollars to just, we'll pick a random winner. We'll put all your names in a hat and just draw out a winner. Literally. We'll probably put all your names in a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. It might be a Facebook live. Well, (laughs) yeah, that that would be great. Yeah. So all you have to do to enter is just leave a review in iTunes for us. And that's just going to help us, you know, reach more people and have more fun laughing and, and, uh, talking about the law of attraction with them. And if you know a friend, like, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit, you know, maybe we didn't show up in your feed and maybe you had to sort of find us. Um, so just, you know, if you have a friend who loves the show, make sure they know how to resubscribe and all that. Awesome. So I feel like that's all our intro housekeeping stuff. And, what else, Cass? I want to know what you're well, excited about. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But I do, I'm excited about our topic, but I also want to just like preview sort of, you want to give a heads up about what February is all about in our show topic today before we jump into that? This is all about love. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we're starting out, today's topic is the most important love of all, which is uh, self-love. self-love. Absolutely. Yeah. And how that is, it's key to manifesting. And it's one of the things that I see missing so often, uh, you know, when people aren't getting the success that they want, a lot of times it comes down to self-love. So my gosh, yes, I know. And we're going to have an awesome relationship coach guest with us. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Ms. Sharon Pope is, uh, she's one of my favorite people on the planet. Literally. She's so fun. And, um, so you know, we had to talk to her and, um, there's a couple questions that have come in. Um, I don't know if it was like a month ago or at the beginning of the year and we, we put them on the list to answer them. But I also wanted to include Sharon on the conversation because I knew certain questions. She had real world experience with those questions. So while Jenny and I will give you our take and we'll tell you, you know, what we think, I also wanted to give you somebody who like literally lived what the questions were. So yeah. And has worked so, with so many people who was she's able to guide through that. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys have any specific questions on relationships, love that you maybe want to get answered, feel free to send them to us. And we're going to have Sharon on our show for a couple of little mini series at the, at the end of February. So fun. Yeah. 
So the thing that I'm most excited about is probably us emerging and coming into this new place with our podcast um, and everything that that's going to involve. And I'm also really excited, Cass, because I just finished a webinar that's going to be out in the world sharing how to skyrocket your manifesting. So keep your eyes open for that, which is another stepping into the person I want to be, which is feels just awesome. I love it. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And what's awesome for you? You know, what's awesome for me is that my, like my novella is with the, my New York publisher. Like not only do I get to like publish, you know, manifest 10,000 and double your business, but it like my novella gets to be published and in bookstores. And I'm just super excited about that. And, and what that means and how that's going to go. So very excited about Yay. choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. That's wicked. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing in the course of love, you know, that book, like whether you've read the novella or not, like it's the topics that are in it are probably going to come up. We're going to refer back to that book. I feel like. Oh in the next yeah, month, right? for sure. It had yeah. covered some really important stuff, like foundational relationship, actually talking about self-love Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm so excited. So do you want to tell people what you have on their web your website that they can <laughs> love? Yes. If you guys want to love up some stuff, um, you can discover the top four ways to take your alignment to the next level. And you can do that by accessing my free part uh video training series. And you can go to LOAskillstraining.com and get that and access that today. Yeah. Tell everybody about your manifesting party, Cass. The hottest money manifesting party on the planet. Seriously, (laughs) people just manifest money left and right in there because there's so much support. And um, look for exciting announcements to come about the next Manifest 10K live. Um, But you can join the party at manifest10k.com and you get the step by step how to manifest more money in your life. And I just, I was writing some copy the other day and I just love it. Like, Money doesn't buy happiness, but it does pay the bills. And often that makes you happy. <laughs> and that makes you happy. I've read quotes like that before and I love that. It's something, so, yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure does a good job of, you know, getting you things that make you happy kind of thing. Right. You know, so yeah, yeah go to manifest10k.com and register for the party. <laughs> That's great. Um, I just want to make a comment on that because it's just so funny when we talk about that. Why growing up, my mom always used to be a like, okay, you need money, you, you know, you need money, not you need money to be happy, but it really helps, like what we were just saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm go, I'm all the dreamer, the imaginer, the you know, like, mom, it's fine, like I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna be great. I don't need money. Money is like, it, you know, it's not that important. And she's like, uh huh, uh huh, okay. And it wasn't until like, I got to say like five years ago that I really started to appreciate and, and understand that on a different level and to, to change my money mindset. And it wasn't that I thought money was bad, but it was, um, I just didn't think it was important. You know, I didn't make that relationship, the connection. So it's a fun thing. (laughs) Oh, I love how you said that. Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's talk, let's jump into our topic today, why self-love is the key to manifesting success. Oh, so important to success. Um, so I'll tell you why I think it is. Wait, then, can start by defining, do you want to start by defining what self-love yeah, is first? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Um, 
so really it's, um, you know, so if you've seen me, I've talked about this before, but maybe not in a while. Like I don't actually use the term unconditional love because <gasps> I think I know because I, I we're so different. I love unconditional love. I know, but I don't, I used to love unconditional love, but unconditional means there's like condition it to me. It means there's conditions that you get over. So it's like, I'm unconditional. Like I love everything to be what I want more of. So for me, it comes down to truly madly deeply mm-hmm. love, right? Like mm-hmm. that's my equivalent of unconditional love is like truly madly deeply, which means you love everything about in this case yourself right? Whether, you know, maybe you don't like some qualities or there's things you're working on, but you still love them, which is similar to unconditional love. I just don't use the term. Okay, cool. So it's like, and kind of how I'm hearing you say it is when we say unconditional love, it's like putting a condition on love when in reality, love at its core is unconditional. Yes. Okay. Like love is like this very pure thing. It's not, so when I hear, and often I think the reason I don't use it is like, it's cause like I love them unconditionally. So like I love their, it's like, so if there's, you want unconditional, like you want love to just mean unconditional, right? Like it's just love. Like I just love you. Like I love you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. I'm a less is more girl. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and so self love really is that ultimate love for yourself. It's that, truly madly deeply place where you can love and appreciate everything about yourself, your story, who you are in this moment, who you're stepping and being like your past. It's that all encompassing, like really being in love with yourself, I think is the definition of Mm self-love. What is it for you? I totally agree. And I think I just explain it in a different way. I love the term unconditional love (laughs) (laughs) because I just feel like there's so like love is such a broad and general where like it can mean so many things. Um, and I, so when I think of self love, I think I want to talk a little bit about self care versus self love, but I think most of self love happens in your head and in your beingness. Right. And so mm-hmm. like there's a lot of self care and to me that's doing, but the self love really comes down to, more like how you're thinking and feeling about yourself and connecting with that true inner part of you and feeling feeling the love of who you really are. Um, and so, yeah, so I think self-love to me is that un, is unconditionally accepting what is without judgment. And that's kind mm. of like the uncondi- where the, what I think of when I think of unconditional love is like the just the pureness and all that. Yes. I love that. And I love that you said like, it's, it really is the beingness. It's the thoughts and stuff. It's the, um, you know, it's, it's the being, it's the thoughts, it's the thinking, it's the belief. It's all of that is really what encompasses self love. Right. For me. Yes. So that would be something you guys can think of yourself. Like ask yourself, okay, well, what does self-love mean to me? Because the term gets thrown around a lot, but as you guys know, it only matters how you relate to it in terms of how it's going to show up and create in your reality. Mm -hmm. So do you want to move on to self-love versus self-care here? Yeah, but I want to say one more thing about self-love that I just remembered. I say a lot. Like it's a decision. Like I think self-love is a, a decision you make all the time to, you know, to choose love. 
mm-hmm. like when you could choose something else about yourself, like which comes back to that thoughts and that beliefs and what's going on in your head. But it's really a decision to choose to love yourself. Oh, there's so many, so much more. Now I want to take this in a different direction. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you say that, it makes me think of, yes, it's, there are moments when it's a decision, but so much of it is a habit because when, because I feel like we can get into the habit of either taking care of ourselves and being aware of that, the presence of love that's always there or we can be ignoring it. So what is your, what is your reflection on that Cass on it being a decision versus a habit? I think the decision leads to the habit. Yes. Like it's choosing. And once you get in the habit of choosing, like that choice becomes habit, right? You, you know, once you start to choose more than 51% of the time to, you know, love and like to love yourself in every moment, like, then it becomes a habit you don't think about. And it's, it's a habit that is probably the most, I think, important habit that you can develop. Yes, I agree. So I think it starts with the decision. And I actually want to say too, that it's even though when you, so you make a decision, you form the habit, it's there, there are going to be times when you come back and you have to remake that decision. Mm -hmm. Because of whatever that's what life is like (laughs) and so but the more you make it the more familiar you are with that feeling and and it's easier to make that decision yes Mm -hmm. absolutely um so do you want to talk about self-love versus self-care or do you want to talk about why self-love is important to manifesting first I want to talk about why it's important okay cool me too okay (laughs) and then we'll then we'll kind of go through the whole like because I think a lot of people can like, they confuse, I think self-care is part of self-love, but I don't think it's, it's not just about self-care. Yes. So why is it important? Oh my Lord. Why is it important? So self, like self-love is the corner, like cornerstone of manifesting when you are totally loving yourself. So new research. And I I always like to bring in the scientific part. Yeah. So the newest research that I've seen and I've learned about is that, you know, the universe is really a field. It thinks us and we think it right. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not ultimately loving yourself, like you can't receive that back from the universe. And the way that I think about that whole scientific thing is really that it's, it's the mirror, right? So you can't get back in the mirror what you're not showing to the mirror. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're not being good to yourself, the universe can't be good to you because it's just reflecting and it's just giving you back more of what you're putting out there. So you can do all the manifesting techniques in the world, like every single one, ones that are proven for other people. But if this self love piece is off, it's you won't be as successful. Yeah. I like how you describe that because I believe the same thing and I just describe it in a different way. Um, but you hear all the time or often how, oh, well, you can't receive love if you don't love yourself first kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I describe it as like, if you are not in that vibration of true love, there's no way the universe is going to match the frequency because it's not there. It's not possible. You got to get there mm-hmm. first. And I think why self-love is so foundational to manifesting is because that's one of the it's it's 
so high on the scale, right? Like when you are love, when you're in love and you're being love, you have very little resistance around you and you're attracting things that you want because you're in that high vibration. And ultimately, what do we want? Like we want love. We want to be loved. We want to share love. We want to connect. It's just so at the core of everything that if you don't find that or feel that within yourself, you're not going to experience more of that. Such a good point. I love that you talk about that in the vibration terms and like it's not there. So I always, I think it's in, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in The Secret. Like one of my favorite experiments that they show ever is the tuning forks, right? Mm-hmm. It might be in What the Bleep, but I think it's a secret. So, uh, you know, when you're talking about vibration, like literally when you hit the same note of a tuning fork, you have the same note. They have to be the same note. But if you strike one, the other one will start vibrating. And that's like if you if you are self-love, like you'll vibrate love. But if you're not, like if it's a different note, it's different frequency and vibration, like you won't you wanna attract and that that is the core of everything. Yeah. I love talking about like, I'm all like vibration, like for some reason, it makes sense in my head that okay, well, we we emit this frequency. And if you want to get this, then just emit this frequency. (laughs) Totally right. Because it's, it's like, um, I used to describe it this way a lot, right? Like it's, it's the radio station. Yeah. Right. Like if you want a certain, you just tune in like, right. You want country music, you turn into a certain number on the dial. Of course you you want want country music. (laughs) Not always. Not just in Colorado. That's the lower, like those are like 92, 98 versus like, if I want something like middle of the road, you know, popular, like then that's 105. Like if I want to go more on the rap side, it's 107. So like, you choose, right, by turning the dial. Yes. And to continue this, sometimes it's a little off topic, but if we are tuned in, so say you're wanting to hear the country, but you're tuned into those the metal station, the pop rock or whatever, mm-hmm. and you are getting pop rock, but you want the country and you don't understand. It's not like you ask the radio station, why am I not listening to country right now? Because you know you're tuned in to the other one. Yeah. And in our world, we sometimes don't understand that here we're tuning into this vibration over here and yet we want the self-love. Why am I not over here? And so that's just a different way to look at that. Yeah. And it comes back. I just want to highlight this because we talked about it earlier. Like it's a choice, right? You make the choice then to, you know, or if a commercial comes on is mostly when I change the station, (laughs) like you make the choice to change the station, right? And get on something else. So you know, that's, it's that choice of, you know, when you can start thinking about self-love when we were talking about the choice becomes the habit. So if the, you know, the choice can be just like, if you can think about it as like just turning that dial and tuning into that different frequency, um, sometimes there's more behind it, but it starts with the choice to turn the dial. Yes. Okay. Perfect segue into let's talk about, okay, so now we get it that we need to feel that first. So how do we, activate that vibration? How do we tune into that and tap into that self-love? Tell me something that, let's give an example. What do you do, Cass? Something that you can turn to that's kind of like a go-to for you to be able to activate that place? Mm, So like now, um, I, like, I, like, I think the biggest, my biggest go-to at this point in my life is like just stopping. Mm. Like if something doesn't feel good, becoming aware, like whether it's a thought, whether it's like I'm running around frantic, whether it's like, I just don't 
feel good, whatever it is, like just literally stopping and being still. Yeah. I think that's my absolute go-to right now. Like at different points in my life, it's been different. What's your go-to right now? Oh, you know, I just went through a bunch and it was <laughs> interesting trying to come back to that because it, I feel like it's always changing. And that is something I just wanted to mention is that what you turn to, it's fine for it to be dynamic um, and, and for it to be changing depending where you're at and what you're needing. Mine is similar to yours right now, Cass. I do take lots of deep breaths and that mm-hmm. I find because one of the big things, and maybe we'll get into this a bit more, is the idea of self-love being like the that accepting thing, right? And anytime I catch myself out of not feeling the way I want to feel, it's because there's some element of judgment or I'm not in the present moment. And so my breath always brings me back. And so even if I'll just sit, I actually guess we do the same thing because I'll stop and I'll just close my eyes and um, take a breath mm-hmm. and then see what comes. It's kind of yeah. like that recentering. Yeah. So that's, that's like kind of go to, and I feel like, like it's pretty habit. We've, we've mastered this. We've been working on it for a long time. Um, or I have been working on it for a long time, but, um, Cassie, so have I, <laughs> well, I, like, you know what I mean? Like you might not consider it a long time. Like I've been, gotcha, okay. you know, so not in a bad way. I just feel like, I, like I've had some practice at this and you've had some practice at this. So like, is there a different place you start with your clients? Like, is there a process for sort of building this self love muscle that you use? Mm, well, I always start with awareness mm-hmm. that uh, first let's, let's talk about, let's get aware of what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Are you being kind to yourself? Um, and we start there and then, but I, there is always a process in terms of, I don't jump right into, uh, let's say like be able to snap into that vibration or do this things. It, it's a discovery. It's, it's an unfolding mm-hmm. of what does that mean to you? How does that feel to you? And, and, you know, it's so much about what feels like relief. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, so, and I put it like what feels like being more kinder or softer yes, to myself. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's because even when I was saying that, like, what feels kind like I, I mm-hmm. that's the when I think of self-love I think it's between the ears and it's if, if I'm desiring to be to activate that place of self-love okay how can I be kinder to myself in my own head mm-hmm. you know it, or maybe it starts with something of how can if I can't find it within myself okay well I know if I go and be in a like a do a service for someone act kind to somebody else then often that will snap me into that or or activate that in me cool yeah. i like that um with my clients i often um the place i generally like if this is really like a new concept i often start with like forgiveness because mm. i feel like it opens a lot of space like we'll just take some things like let's for me, it's like, let's just take some things off the table. Like it's just almost like, you know, when you have a counter that's just like full of papers or, you know, whatever, it's just been collecting stuff. Like if we can kind of just pick up the pile and go like shred and forgive and, and do, you know, forgiveness doesn't have to feel like shredding, but you know, often that's what it is. It's just like this pile of papers that needs something to be taken care of. And so that's often where I'll start Mm -hmm. a lot of times with my clients, because when you can forgive, give yourself you're like being nice to yourself yes 
I have a some resistance around the word forgiven because in that same sense where it means that we did something wrong. And I don't 100% agree with that. But I do, there is power in forgiveness. I've experienced it. I think it's just, I get caught up in the terminology of that, you know? Yeah, I think, oh, go ahead. But I think both of what we're talking about is the idea of releasing resistance and finding that place of kindness. And underlying kindness is love, right? Like that is the emotion that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And often, like, I don't necessarily tell people they did anything wrong, like, but that's going on between their head. Like it's that judgment of Mm -hmm. I did this wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you can forgive yourself, it creates that space and that kindness. Absolutely. And then you're letting that thought go. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, Cass, we didn't, haven't even gotten into self care yet. (laughs) I know. And we are um, almost out of time here, guys, for we want to keep these episodes, even though we're free to do what we want, we want to keep them in a, you know, the best time for you guys to hear and, and listen to us. So we're going to do our best to keep them around 30 minutes for you. Yeah. Do you want to give the quick definition and then we'll maybe figure out if we um, want to take this topic and, you know, but the quick definition, give your quick definition, the difference between self-love and self-care. So to me, self-love, like I've said, is something is how you are in your head, in your thoughts and in your body. And self-care is like actions you take to take care of. It's more action oriented. Like I'm going to go take a bath or I'm going to go um, go for a walk because I know it feels good. What about Mm -hmm. you? Yeah, for me, like self-care is I just had it, but it's that action. It's that nourishing uh generally your physical body, yeah. physical and emotional health. And self-love is what is going on in your head and what drives that, you know, what drives you to be more, you know, more loving, what drives you to take care of yourself, you know, thoughts that you're worthy of that. So yeah. that's kind of how I yeah, describe I, it. I really like that. And I think it's an important distinction to make. So if you guys listening out there, um, maybe define like or be aware of okay what do i do to take care of myself in terms of self care and am i being am i activating that self love am i being self loving towards myself mm-hmm. yeah right? <laughs> There's a lot of self in there <laughs> <laughs> right which is what self like self love all comes down to yourself and it's very personal like while we talk about it in general terms like it's really you and your decision and your ownership of, you know, the love that you give yourself and it's all, you know, comes down to that self. I love it, Cass. (laughs) So we are sending tons of love to you guys out there right now. And Cassie and I will, do you have any other comments, Cass? No, I think we're great. I'm just looking forward to this, this new adventure that we're on. Me too. I hope you guys are all, you are all as well. And we will catch you next week. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.